Welcome to the Top 5, where each week I discuss my top 5 takeaways from the NASCAR race. This week, Atlanta Motor Speedway. Hello and welcome to the Top 5, I'm your host Connor, and this week I will be breaking down my Top 5 takeaways from Atlanta. If this is your first time listening, I appreciate it very much. Please check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the top five, or just search the top five on Facebook. Also, you can check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the top five. This is meant to be a quick 20, 25 minute podcast to discuss the race and look forward to the next one and share my thoughts. So if you hop on the social media, feel free to disagree, agree. Let's just have a conversation about NASCAR. Without further ado, let's get right into this week's top five. Number one. I was incredibly excited for this race because of Atlanta Motor Speedway, what they've done to it, to the track, the, the redo. They've turned it into a super speedway, basically. It's a shorter super speedway. Uh, in my opinion, it is the best 1.5-mile track on the circuit, on the schedule, Uh, It has moved to the very top of tracks that I want to visit. And prior to the uh, reconfiguration, I really had no strong desire to see Atlanta. Just sort of one of those races. Matter of fact, I used to think the quick or the uh, Folds of Honor 500 was one of the most boring races because it was so long and the cars would get so far stretched out. Uh, And now it is just constant side-by-side action it's just an absolute ball to watch um it was slightly discouraging to see a noticeably smaller crowd uh the spring race at atlanta was packed i believe it was sold out and at this one you could see uh, at the ends of the grandstands uh there was lots of empty seats I guess that's the downfall or the downside of having um, two races a year in the same location. But it is what it is. Uh, Qualifying was rained out, so they started on points. So the front row was made up with Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain, uh, who battled early, but Chase Elliott jumped out which getting into the actual racing will bring us into my second point. Number two. So stage one was dominated by Chase Elliott. Really most of the race was, but the thing that makes Atlanta so awesome is there were, although Chase Elliott pretty much led most of, if not all of stage one and one stage one, there was, Non-stop side-by-side action the entire time, which was exciting and fun to see. Uh, in stage one, though, Ross Chastain, who is going to be... You're going to hear that name a lot this week. You're going to hear that name a lot moving forward, I, I have a feeling. Uh, he got into the back of the 19 and took out a lot of good competitors. Uh, Austin Dillon, Joey Logano... Martin Trex Jr. and Kyle Busch were all collected in that crash. And it was Ross Chastain's fault. There's no no two ways about that. Uh, so that was a huge bummer. And I 
I don't hide the fact that I'm a big Joey Logano fan. So seeing my guy get taken out early really stunk. Thankfully, he has a couple of wins and will be, you know, is already locked into the playoffs. But you always want to see your guy up there uh, competing. That said, seeing Kyle Bush uh, taken out is always pleasant to see. I'm never discouraged when I see the 18 car sideways, backwards in the wall, in the garage, in the pits. Uh, and then later in stage one, um, Chase Briscoe spun. And it kind of made me think, uh, earlier in the season, we used, we were seeing, especially at 1.5 mile or two mile tracks, we were seeing the back ends of cars just snap around. It was a major issue. Uh, and we really haven't seen that so much. Uh, it was right rear tires were going down. And I said that if Goodyear doesn't fix that issue, they're going to ruin a championship for somebody. And it looks like maybe Goodyear figured it out. Maybe it's a combination of the drivers figuring out how to use this generation car. Uh, some school of hard knocks learning. But I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, and then the same thing happened to Alex Bowman at the end of stage two. And so Chase Elliott won stage one and stage two. Chase Elliott really dominated this race, which will lead us on to the end of the race in my next takeaway. Number three. So stage three started and nothing too crazy happened until about 91 to go. There was a, a big wreck. Uh, Bubba Wallace, Brad Keselowski, Tyler Reddick, William Byron. Uh, it was caused by the 15 car, and I got a kick out of that because I don't know who the 15 car is, and apparently neither, neither does Dale Jr. Because he, they kept showing the replay, and they kept breaking down what happened, and the 15 car got into uh, Keselowski, and, and that tight super speedway type racing, a bunch of cars just get collected. But Dale Jr. kept referring to him as the 15 car. And I thought while doing my research to uh, record this that I should look up who the 15 car is. And I decided, eh, it's not important enough. Uh, 71 laps to go. Kyle Busch spun bringing out the caution. Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat a dead horse, but there's nothing that brings a, a smile to my face more than Kyle Busch uh, spinning. And then after that, uh, it was pretty mundane until about 15 to go. And then the real big incident of the race happened. 15 to go, Ross Chastain drove basically through Denny Hamlin, uh, causing the caution. It, it is remarkable to me that Ross Chastain keeps finding Hamlin. It's like he's got a magnet to Hamlin's bumper. And it looked like Hamlin was clear. Looked like Hamlin had the spot. Chastain tried to get his nose under him and just sent him around. That led to a restart with four to go. Chase Elliott was in third or fourth. He was in the second row. Corey LaJoy was on the front row. Uh, Chase Elliott had an amazing restart. Put himself in an incredible position. To, to take the lead. Uh, Corey LaJoy remembered he was Corey LaJoy and had no no reason to be up front. And wrecked, causing a caution. 
that caution came out as Ross Chastain was making his move. And because the field froze, this is on the final lap. So the field is frozen. Chase Elliott sweeps all three stages and wins the race. Um, I believe that Ross Chastain would have would have gotten that victory had it stayed green to the checkered flag. And that would have been crazy if he had gotten the victory after wrecking half the field. Uh, the fans were going nuts. Hometown kid, Atlanta. Um, good for him. Good for Chase. I know a lot of people love him. It was an exciting race. And although the storyline should be Chase Elliott wins third race, the real storyline and my takeaway number four is Ross Chastain. Let's get into that. Number four. Oh, Ross Chastain. He is very aggressive 100% of the time. I think he needs to learn how to dial it back a little bit, but, you know, it's what makes him who he is. He wouldn't have the success he's having if he wasn't 100% aggressive 100% of the time. But he's not making any friends. The fact that he has not gotten to a fist fight in the garage is shocking to me. Uh, Dale Jr. put it best, I thought, when he said, I want him to change, but I don't want him to change. And I think what he meant was he wants him to, to know when to dial it back, but knowing when to dial it back makes him not who he is, makes him a lesser than driver. Uh, they, they said on the broadcast, there's no way they're going to let him win a championship driving like that. I'd almost like to see it. I'd like to see him in the lead in Phoenix and see what would happen. Would Denny Hamlin have the, uh, the cojones to, to dump him? It would be, it would be quite a drama for sure. And speaking of Denny Hamlin, this is what Denny Hamlin had to say in the post-race interview. Denny, is there going to be retaliation? Um, I mean, things just work themselves out in the end. Um, you know, we certainly aren't cutting any breaks, <laughs> you know, going forward. But uh, beyond that, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, you make, as a driver, you make decisions. And, and you know, I talked about those decisions. Eventually, you got to pay for those decisions that you make. And, you know, it's just... Uh, you know, what, whatever happens in the future happens, but we're going to be racing each other pretty hard uh, here for the rest of the year. All right. Once Things have a way of working themselves out is Denny Hamlin's way of saying he's getting dumped real soon. I can't imagine that Ross Chastain makes it through the, the next race with a completed uh, in running race car. I think most of the field is either very angry at him or uh, is slightly annoyed. I just don't see things going well for him. And he doesn't make it better for himself when in his post-race interview, he doesn't even mention any of the incidents he was involved in. That really, you know, I, I think for a lot of guys, owning something and apologizing goes a long way. Maybe in the moment they're still angry, but over the next few days when they calm down, I think just manning up and, and accepting it is a big difference maker. And Ross is not doing that. 
and he's becoming a villain quickly. And it's going to be a long rest of the season for him. Let's look forward to next week's race. Number five. Next week, the boys roll into Loudoun, New Hampshire for the Ambetter 301 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Um, flat, one-mile track. It's kind of like a, a larger Martinsville. Uh, it's, it's also kind of a boring racetrack. They got one of their, they had two events every year. They had one taken away because of low attendance and low ratings. Um, the only positive is it's, it's typically a very quick race, two and a half hours max. So that's, I guess one takeaway. Uh, my prediction is Kevin Harvick's going to get his first win and break his losing streak. He's always really good at this track. There is a a key to knowing how to roll the corners, and Harvick has it down to a T. So I think that he's gonna he's gonna win this one and lock himself into the playoffs. Uh, so bet your house, bet everything you got on Harvick, and if he wins, chip me off ten percent. If he doesn't, you shouldn't have bet that much anyway. Uh. Look forward to watching it, though. I'll be back to report. Before I go, I wanted to remind you one more time. Please jump on Facebook and search The Top 5 and share with me your thoughts. Agree with anything I said? Disagree? Let's have a fun conversation about NASCAR. Thanks again for listening. This has been The Top 5, and I'm Kyle.